Today is a very significant day um, in the strategies of the Lord. And uh, it is a, a launching day. I believe you'll hear about this um, the rest of this week. Something significant was happening this morning and will be happening through the ecclesia meetings around our nation and world today as we decree the word of the Lord. Uh, I asked Holy Spirit to show me what he was talking about, and I was thinking it would be more of a prophetic word, but it was um, a, a vision of what was taking place, but I think it helps make it very clear. Uh, but this morning, uh, I begin to see what's going to happen today because the ecclesia has taken on the responsibility to engage <clears throat> and decree the word of the Lord. And so I saw in a, a vision this morning, the, I saw the, like the map of the United States, all 50 states, Ohio, all of them, like the entire map with all the states on it and many nations of the world. And then I began to see what would be common for most of us at some point in our life to have seen. Uh, you see fireworks and you see, you go to a fireworks display and there is, a, there is a shooting of the fireworks up like a streak of light and then it explodes and you see it. And I heard the Lord say, today we launch uh, the strike force of the angel armies and um, I begin to see seraphim and government angels um, and uh, breakthrough angels, other angels, mighty ones on assignment. And this was happening, as I said, I, I saw the map, I saw all 50 states. So from each state and many other uh, nations, I saw these angels as angels of light but it was pictured like the fireworks. They shot over every state and went up like streaks of light and exploded. And the explosion I saw was promises, prophetic words, dreams, visions, uh, the declarations of the people of God. These angels of Lord Sabaoth are now launched to explode and activate over all 50 states and nations of the world uh, as well. And there's going to be an explosion now of promises, uh, dreams, visions, prophetic words that are coming to pass. You will hear this because this is something that is not just for our Ecclesia Hub here in Ohio, it is for us, but this is a kingdom event. And so we speak into that today and, and uh, I, I release that in the name of Jesus as a word to the body of Christ. And this is the day, Holy Spirit says, as my ecclesia engages themselves um, to declare what I say, the angels are activating to release, uh, to release in an explosion of the kingdom of God. This mid-September, one of the things that we have been believing for in the midst of a shaking uh, is for things to begin to happen that will, that, that will begin to reset things. This is a part of that. And so I declare in the name of King Jesus, this launch today of angel armies in Ohio, all 50 states and around uh, our, our, the nations of our world. And may the ecclesia pick it up and declare the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord will not return void in Jesus' name. Significant breakthrough is coming. Significant breakthrough. Um, it's going to be explosive what occurs. Now, I want to, today I want to briefly uh, review some scriptures from last week, and then I want to expand prophetically a prophetic word to you today, uh, continuing Holy Spirit's assignment to us of confronting our enemies. That's the season we're in. 
Confront the bullies, he said. And uh, we are to do, we are to be actively engaged in, in a confrontation in this war season, in this shaking season, in this reset season. And there's a lot of shaking that is taking place. It's taking place politically. It's taking place economically. And this is going to increase uh, in um, the next few days. But we must be very aggressive and we must be very bold using the weapons of our warfare that are not flesh weapons. They're not physical guns or ammunition that way. They are spiritual weapons, but they are weapons and they're valid weapons. Prayer is a valid weapon. Decrees are valid weapons. When you declare them, yes, they are spiritual in nature, spiritual weapons, but they affect things in the natural realm. And that's what's happening even today. They're spiritual weapons that are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 says, the true church, the king's ecclesia, is being called to engage demonic agendas and stop them. And uh, uh, wars are never won through, through a reticent effort. It's gotta be aggressive. We are being called to proceed against cultural evils, government evil, Political evil, education indoctrinations evil. We are being called to, to advance, not, not hide in fear. We're being called to go on offense, not defense. We are defended by our God. He has promised. He says, I will defend. My angels will protect and defend you. You go on offense. We're being called to follow Messiah the breaker into battle. That is a part of what's being launched today. Standing fearless, of course, and using the, the superior kingdom power in the weapons that we have received uh, in this fierce war season. Remember God's word to the prophet Jeremiah that I read to you last week. I'm going to read it again because it is a word for right now that Holy Spirit is emphasizing. He's emphasizing to the body of Christ. It's written for our, our instruction as well, as Paul said in Romans 15, 4. But here's what God said to Jeremiah that he's now saying to us. Hear God say it. Jeremiah 1, this is a voice translation, verse 8. You have no reason to fear the people you speak to, for I am with you and I will defend you. I will. No ambiguity there, I'm going to. God is going to defend his ecclesia. He's made up his mind. I will touch your mouth and I will give you my divine message. Look, I have placed my words in your mouth. You will know what to say. You will be my voice. Jesus said the Holy Spirit would teach us what to say. And he is. This very day I appoint, I appoint you to speak with my authority over nations and kingdoms. We continue to do that this day. There comes a time. There are, there are seasons of times when God calls his people to engage in an a, a release of authority over nations and kingdoms. And this is our moment. Your word, my word, will have the power to uproot and to stamp out. It will destroy and it will up, upend. And then your word, my word, will rebuild and plant anew. Remember Isaiah chapter 51, verse 16. I put my words in your mouth. I've covered you with my hands that I might plant the heavens and that I might plant 
the things, things I have said into the earth. I will sow it there as well. We make decrees, planting the heavens and laying foundations into the earth. God is saying, I want to up in some things and I want to use you to do that. So the command is very clear. Be my voice, declare my word boldly. It will uproot and it will upend iniquity, but it will also plant new foundations. Our words, it is strategic. It is so important. Our words must be God's word. No compromise. No dilution of what he says. No pollution. No unbelief. If, if you're going to uproot evil in the land, if you're going to stamp out evil in swampy government and stamp out is referring to fires. Fires, if a fire comes, often people will stamp it out. If you're gonna stamp out fires of evil, if you're gonna upend bail strategies, then say what I say, your word, my word. Also remember the apostle Paul's word to the ecclesia. In the, the Philippian ecclesia, Philippians 1, 28, and not, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition, but to you of salvation and that from God. New Living Translation, don't be intimidated in any ways by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. One of the greatest signs of defeat to our enemies is when the body of Christ is unintimidated. It stands fearless. It's a sign to the enemy. It's a sign to Lucifer. Amplified Bible says, and do not for a moment, not a second. Be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents or adversaries for such constancy and fearlessness will be clear sign, proof and seal to them of their impending destruction. Can I tell you this? The swamp, the fires, the evil, their destruction is impending. It's impending. It's impending destruction, but a sure token and evidence of your deliverance and salvation and that from God. So it says in nothing terrified by your adversaries. I went over that last week. Nothing means no thing. It's a Greek number, medice, and it means zero. Be zero terrified by your adversaries, whether they be human, media, government, cultural, demonic, nothing. The word terrified is the Greek word peturo. And it means in the Greek language, scared, frightened, intimidated, or it is the Greek word for bully or bullies or bullied. In zero, be intimidated by your adversaries. In zero, be bullied by them. Do not let them bully you. Do not let any one hell uses bully you, my ecclesia. In this era, it is vitally important that we understand that and we display a strong faith. Now, hear a prophetic word of the Lord. Holy Spirit said, Concerning the Godhead, we have prepared, and there is no better planner or preparer than the Godhead. There, there's no one like them. We have prepared to now show the world the strength of the Lord of hosts. That is being activated today. The strength of the Lord of hosts. Hosts, Sabaah, uh, and Lord Sabaoth. 
It is the Lord of angel armies, the Lord of hosts. We are preparing to now show the world the strength of the Lord of hosts. He is tired of his sons and daughters being bullied. And now the strong arm of the Lord will be seen, overpowering and defeating the forever loser through a functioning ecclesia. Uh, an ecclesia doing its original intent. My ecclesia will now enter times when prophetic words, promises, dreams, visions intersect their moment. That's what's happening being launched right now. Activating the assignments I put into them in accelerated ways. And as my ecclesia engages in prayer, decrees, and corresponding actions functioning in my original intent and purpose for its being, it will connect to a supernatural moment. A moment that I have planned for revival and for reformation. Strength will multiply. Doors will open. Changes will surge. Transformation of times will come. Crooked paths will straighten. Realignment to right ways will manifest. Restoration of paths of righteousness will be rebuilt. Move forward into my moment. Move forward into your moment. My move, your move. My word, your word. My victory, your victory. Engage with purpose into this moment. Engage the battle, says the Lord. Again, we must be, we must be bold. We must be fearless. A sign of great battles about to be won in visible ways all over this world is the ecclesia's courage right now. A stand that's unintimidated. We cannot be passive onlookers. The church has tried that for decades. Didn't get us very where, anywhere. The church has just been passively looking on. We don't care what happens in government. We don't care what happens in the education system. Just leave us, just leave us out of it. And today we have suffered the consequences of our passivity. We must now live in a fear of the Lord, not the fear of man saying what he says. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and countless heroes of the faith, we must shake off all religious passivity and lethargy and stand strong. No bowing to Baal. No bowing to wickedness. No bowing to perversion. No bow bowing to the mutilators of children. No bowing to demon doctrine. No, no bowing to, to government intimidators. No bowing to insane ideas. No bowing to demon virtues. No bowing to lies it's just so we keep the peace. No bowing to any antichrist agendas. No bowing to godless, insane nonsense. We must embrace a true kingdom of God mindset. We, we must embrace the remnant warrior's mentality like David's mighty men embraced it, like Gideon's 300 embraced it. We've got to remove all cowardice and religious passivity because it acts as leaven and it gets into everything. We can't be filled with cringing and fawning fear. And also, also, we cannot be filled with the misplaced acceptance of evil in a coexistence, calling it love. When actually it breeds 
loathsome oppression, cruelty, destruction of families, destruction of children, and it annihilates God-given destinies. Sin never brings peaceful solutions. It steals, it kills, and it destroys. And the king says, engage it, battle it, stand, stand strong, and be tenacious. I want to read you something former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich wrote. He's a, a brilliant thinker for our times, but it informs something today, I believe. He writes, there is now a cultural struggle that may well define whether our Republican civilization survives. We're now engaged in a two-front war. One, on the one front, you have secular totalitarianism that wants to use the power of government to coerce us on every level, to define what we are allowed to think. I saw a sign the other day that it's, it just, it's, it struck me how truthful it was. The sign just said, think while it's still legal. Be a good bracelet, bracelet, wouldn't it? Think, think while it's still legal. To define what we are allowed to think, what we're allowed to say, and to establish a politically correct set of rules for colleges. To determine even what happens inside of churches and synagogues. And to impose on us left-wing, frequently atheistic values. And to say, in effect, you're allowed to sort of, vaguely, believe in your faith as long as you don't talk about it, but certainly don't do anything in public about it. And that, that religion should be reduced to one hour on Sundays. And even then, you better be careful what you say or there will be retribution because you're non-essential. A lot of left-wing secular judges, left-wing secular lawyers, and activist groups are trying to coerce Americans into giving up the beliefs that made us famous. Forget that the pilgrims came here for religious liberty. Forget that the Jamestown colony, which people think of as secular, actually had church services 14 times a week. That's a lot more than we have. <laughs> They actually had services 14 times a week. Forget that the core of America, as defined by Lincoln and redefined by Eisenhower, is a nation under God. That has been the heart of who we are. Our rights come from our creator. They don't come from some random thing. So on, on the one front, we're in a huge struggle particularly with the academic, the news media, and the judicial world over just survival and having the right to go to God, having the right to preach salvation of Christ, having a right to free speech. Yes, free speech. Yes, religious freedom is being fought. We are at a moment in history, he continues, we are at a moment in history that is as defining as anything in the Old Testament. We are at a point where some people have to have the courage to witness for Christ. Some people have to have the courage to stand up and tell the truth to their congregations. And some people have to have the courage to get into the public arena themselves. Former Speaker Gingrich, his comments should challenge us to stand and to fight for what we believe, to fight for the nation that we want to live in. Shortly after the prophetic download that I received concerning 
uh, the bullies that God's tired of his sons and daughters being bullied. Shortly after that download, I was invited to go and speak at the Backbone Conference in Florida. Uh, Dutch was one of the speakers. It was uh, Ken, Pro Apostle Ken Malone's event there. In fact, I'll be speaking there again in a few weeks, three or four weeks. But it was a very... It was a very good conference and the prophetic was really flowing during that particular uh, backbone conference. Overnight, on a Friday night, we received a, an email from Gina Golston concerning a dream that she had had. had. Gina, of course, has given us many dreams uh, prophetic dreams that are important for our times. We've even had her here to share some of them. Gina is also the one who had the dream that was shared at the uh, Appeal to Heaven conference that we had um, that was at the Trump Hotel in 2016, uh, after the 2016 elections. Uh, remember a part of that dream? You'll remember it as I as I tell it, but she saw a mighty angel carrying a scroll to, uh, to Capitol Hill. This angel goes to the House of Representatives carrying this scroll, scroll where the president gives the State of the Union address and at the entrance where the guy comes out, the head usher, I believe, comes out and announces, Mr. Speaker or Madam Speaker, the President of the United States. And we've probably, most of us, seen that, that happen. In this dream, the angel, this angel comes in, he comes where this usher declares this, and he stands and he rolls out this scroll. And he announces in a loud and bold voice, Mr. Speaker, America shall be saved. That's where that came from, why we always say it. I believe that America is going to be saved. God knows how to help his true church see it done. And something is launching today that's going to help that immensely. Well, we're, we're at the Backbone Conference. And that Friday night, Gina sends an email about another dream that she had had seven months prior to this Backbone Summit Conference. And I believe that it is coming into its moment right now, mid-September and beyond, I believe this is connecting to its moment as Holy Spirit pours out an anointing of boldness like this world has never seen on his ecclesia. But she sent this that Friday night. This is Gina Golston. I just returned from Billy Brim's prayer conference in Branson, Missouri. And I opened my Facebook tonight and saw that you guys are having meetings in Florida and that the conference is called the Backbone Summit. My jaw dropped when I read this title because I was, I was immediately reminded of a dream I had. In this dream, I was standing in an operating room. I saw in front of me an operating table, but... The head of the bed, the place where the pillow should have been, had a hole in it. And that struck me as odd, but I knew it was set up like this for a purpose. As I was looking at that operating table, two men came in through the door, holding up and leading a man into the OR, the operating room. The man looked old and decrepit. He was in major pain. His face was grimacing and his body was shaking from pain and agony. He had on regular clothes, jeans and a shirt. 
They led him to and laid him on this operating table face down. His face was positioned in the hole where the pillow should have been. I then noticed that his shirt didn't have a back on it. His back was exposed, but instead of a normal back, there was a huge gaping wound from his neck down to his hips. As I looked at that wound, I saw he did not have a backbone. It was as if it had been removed. And he was left with the agony of the effects of that open wound and spineless condition. I then noticed the two men that brought him into this OR had left the room. But the doors opened again and, and they came back in carrying a brand new backbone. It was a real skeletal backbone. I knew this was why we were in this OR. This was what all of this had been prepared for. They were giving this man a backbone. They took the new backbone and they placed it in the wound on the man's back. And when they did, the wound was immediately healed. And the man stood up straight and tall and walked out the doors. And he was not an old and de he was not old and decrepit as he had appeared to be initially. He wasn't a young man, but he was instantly strong and vibrant. He was renewed, restored, revolutionized. He had received a backbone. And that was the dream. And then she continued in her email to us with this. A few days later, the Lord said to me, my church has appeared to be old and decrepit, fallen into ruin and disrepair, but I have brought you to a season of restoration. I have prepared this moment. I'm putting a backbone in my church, my ecclesia, and they will stand up straight and strong, vital, courageous, revolutionized, and this will change everything. I feel that this morning. God has led us to a Holy Spirit planned moment and he is strengthening his body to stand. To stand with strength, to stand with power, to stand with great courage, to stand in wisdom, to stand in anointing, to bring change. In Gina's dream, the man receiving the, the backbone transplant represented the church. He depicted the people of God. They appeared old. They appeared to be feeble, decrepit, but Holy Spirit was putting a new backbone in them. Remember last week, maybe it was the week before I get things run together anymore. Holy Spirit said, I have put backbones of steel in my remnant. The dream said this Holy Spirit operation would revolutionize the church. Not the religious clubs, not the social clubs, not the nominal church, not the, the religious system compromising with doctrines of demons. Holy Spirit has already said week one of September, leave it behind. Bypass it, go. One that is the real ecclesia, like Dr. King talked about 60 years ago. He knew that if oppression was going to stop, the ecclesia was going to have to make it stand. Pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church. And he said, I'm going to have to bypass leaders that will do nothing and I'll go straight to the ecclesia. He did. 
the real ecclesia, not a, a religious club. This dream said this operation would revolutionize the church. It would renew them, restore them. They will be vibrant. They will be strong, courageous, displaying a new backbone. I'm starting to see that everywhere I go. I'm privileged to speak a lot of places to a lot of different events or sometimes even Zoom calls now. And I can tell you the mindset is changing. The mindset of the, change, uh, of the remnant is changing everywhere I go. It's almost, it's almost uh, so aggressive that, that you're like, wow, I, I don't, I've never seen anything like that. It's like, let us at them. Let, let's do this, you know. And the Lord said, this is going to change everything. Something's happened that's going to change everything. We're being called now to proceed, though there be shaking. Though there be shaking, proceed. We're being called to engage with Holy Spirit. And the angel arm is becoming the most powerful functioning ecclesia in history. One that won't be bullied. We're being called to, to, to fight the forever loser in his kingdom. Fight in Jesus' name. Fight with weapons that are real weapons. They're spiritual, but they do affect they affect every mountain of society, every part of the natural realm. Prayer decrees our faith. It affects it all. Yes, we are at times. We, we are at times called upon by our God to fight. There comes times when he calls his ecclesia, his people. It's time to fight. That's why we have been given the whole armor of God. Why would he give us armor if we don't need it? The Apostle Paul writes to the Ecclesia in Ephesus these words. Please hear them at this moment. They could have been written for September 2023. They are that important. Ephesians 6:10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That's his methods, his, his cunning devices. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this age and all those that he uses or they use. And against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to, to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. It doesn't say run. It says stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts or flaming arrows of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Hear that, if you would, in the Message Bible. Ephesians 6, 10. God is strong. Well, there's no one stronger, that's for sure. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you. Well-made weapons of the best materials. And put them to use. So you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and, and for, forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps. A life and death. Life or death, fight to the finish. 
against the devil and all of his angels. Be prepared. You are up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued, all the angel armies, yes, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. You're not going to be shaken. You're going to be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. Your words, my words. Your words, my words. Indispensable weapons. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard. Pray long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Eyes on me, church. Eyes on me. Keep each other's spirits up so no one falls behind or drops out. Clearly, we are at a time when we are called to fight. There are times when God calls us to battle. There are times when we are called to fight for his cause, to fight for our land, to fight for our nation, to fight the bullies, to fight for what we believe, to fight the societal, for the, for the societal culture we want to live in, to fight for the coming generations, to fight for our kids, to fight for our grandkids, to fight for our families, to fight for our harvest. We're not always to be just those that turn the other cheek. Where cultural war is concerned, that is damning against culture and against family or against people who, if they embrace that ideology, will go to hell. Oh, no, we don't turn the cheek. Sometimes it's a different response. As Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, there is a time for war. Ephesians 6.10, Paul said that we are, that we are wrestling, we're fighting, we're supposed to with our armor on against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. I taught spiritual warfare at over 110 church, uh, church campuses or college campuses years ago. And one of my texts was Ephesians 6.10. But the word against is important. Why didn't he just say we wrestle or we fight against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness. No, he put before each one that word against. It's important because it is the Greek word pro, P-R-O. What is a pro? Well, a pro is someone that is a step forward from regulars. For example, uh, for example, Tiger Woods is a pro golfer. I like to golf, but I'm not a pro. I'm, I'm back here. Pros are step forward. And that's the Greek understanding of this word against P-R-O, step forward. When you see principalities, ecclesia, step forward. When you see the powers of darkness, step forward. When you see the rulers of the darkness of this present age and those that those rulers are using, you step forward. You see spiritual wickedness in high places and how could you not see it? Step forward. Today, I believe Holy Spirit is calling out to his ecclesia. I need you to engage, and I need you to step 
forward. Put your armor on. It will protect you. The God and the Lord of hosts will protect you. Angel armies are being released all around you. Rise, ecclesia. Display a backbone. And you step forward. I believe that as we participate in what Holy Spirit is calling us to do, we are now going to see an explosion of power, kingdom power, that brings us victories after victories. That, yes, will shake the powers of darkness. It will, yes, shake principalities and powers. And, yes, it's going to, to shake the seats of evil in seven mountains of the culture. And yes, it includes our government, our current government. This month and through October especially, we're going to have to display a backbone. We must tenaciously fight the bullies with our prayer, with our words, with our decrees every way that we possibly can. It's time for the church to step forward. Singers and musicians, come please. Hallelujah. I'm going to begin to pray into this. Would you stand please? Lord, this morning I feel like that you've been breathing truth and and strategy for, for weeks and each week you just kind of unfold more and we face bullies and, and you're again saying you got to step up now but don't worry put your armor on it's okay I'll defend I'm releasing angels all over I know what you showed today I pray God that now a divine infusion that you also promised an outpouring of heaven, of power from on high. Power that changes everything. When the anointing came upon Samson, Lord, your word says it turned him into another man. It was strength from heaven, boldness from heaven. It happened at Pentecost in Acts 2. Power came from heaven and their voice amplified. They begin to speak authority, speak language and boldness that they weren't speaking before. Even speaking in language and governing language of the Holy Spirit to nations. Authority went to a different level. I pray for the outpouring of boldness this day, this Sunday on this house, on, these, on this, this remnant, on these heirs, and across, Lord, as you showed me earlier, all the states and nation pour out boldness. I pray, God, that steel would begin to flow supernaturally into the backbone of your church, and that this world will see an ecclesia that steps forward and begins to reign supernaturally. Loose the explosion of promises. Loose the explosion of dreams and visions that you have given for years, but now you said are connecting to a supernaturally planned moment. May this moment be a moment when we embrace what you say. We step forward. We declare our faith. We declare our, our confidence that is in you, God. We step up for such a time as this. I pray, God, that the ecclesia would rise now. Supernaturally infuse them with power to rise now in the hundreds of ecclesia hubs that you've prepared. May the fire of the living God rise in the houses of the Lord. May we rise to stamp out evil. Upend the strategies of hell. 
stamp out the swamp. Hallelujah. We declare the victories of our King and we will not relent. We will be tenacious. We will be bold. Your church will rise now for this supernatural moment. Activate, activate. Let hope, let faith reach out to the promise of a vision of the Holy Spirit today. When they shot into the sky over the states and nations that I talked about, shot like a light in like the explosion of fireworks. When it explodes, and remember it was a shooting forth of promises, dreams, visions. The explosion, it began to, when you see that, and I, that's what I was seeing, it rains down on the earth. Expect an explosion. And the promises are raining down. They're raining down. The visions, on those visions, are raining down. The dreams, it's raining down. It's activating. Our assignment couldn't be clearer. Advance, step forward. Yes, put the armor on. While I'm not teaching on that today, please know there was no armor for the back. Because the armor was the breastplate, the helmet, yes, but there was no armor for the back. No. Receive a new backbone and just keep going forward. Backbone, make your stand with a backbone. I'll be your rear guard. I'll defend you. Keep going forward. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for an activation of the Holy Spirit today. This word to purpose. That will enable this word to accomplish its purpose. I pray, God, that that you would that you would somehow, throughout this nation and world, allow us to pick up on this aggression and boldness that you are pouring out. May we see, may we see the activation of this moment in ways that we've never seen before. Thank you. Let encouragement be upon your body. Encouragement be upon the remnant. Encouragement in the house. Encouragement upon all that watch this. And we declare it will be so. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, bless you. You have a great rest of the day.